Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's podcast. Welcome to another BritFlits podcast. I've got with me uh, Mike Lerner, director of Pussy Riot, a punk prayer, which is um, out on DVD on the 25th of November. Hello, Mike. Hello. <laughs> would uh, could, could for the uh, for the listener, could you give us a brief sort of before we go into detail talking about it? Would you give a brief description as to what the documentary is? Yeah, the, the film's about. Uh... Essentially, what happened to three three young women um, when they decided to take on the might of the Russian state by performing a, an unsanctioned performance of a protest song in Moscow's biggest and most important cathedral. This was in uh, January 2012. Um, I mean, the consequences of this were to be uh, prosecuted for um, hooliganism and received, and they received three of them received uh, two year sentences, two of which are still uh, being carried out. Uh, anybody that's sort of following the news will realize that um, their time in, in prison has been incredibly uh, complicated and dramatic. And in fact, uh, Nadia, one of the women uh, recently was sort of disappeared into the system completely for, for three or four weeks where nobody knew where she was. She suddenly resurfaced in, uh, in Siberia. So the film is really about, you know, what led to these incredibly bizarre and, 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 um, and uh, unjust events um, in Russia and uh, follows the course of the, 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 the group's development and uh, the, more importantly, the trial that, that, that uh, they, they went through um, last year. What, what was it that got, what was it got your, your interest in, in sort of thinking this, would, this is something that should be made into a documentary? What was it that you saw at the start, at the outset? Well, I'm I'm old enough to have grown up in the 70s in London during the heyday of punk rock. So the first thing that struck me was how these young people were kind of revisiting the the punk culture in order to sort of make their protest. Um, and also just the kind of sheer um, uh, spirit of, of the group um, that first came to a, you know my attention and many people's attention in sort of January 2012 when they performed another of these uh uh, actions in Red Square, and that you have the image of this group uh, performing in front of the Kremlin, and uh, you, you know, any I think anybody would be intrigued and 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 uh, and and struck by their their sheer balls, if you like, and and certainly the the humour is very much part of uh, the, the, what they're about. So their you know their their guts and their spirit and their their use of punk rock were the things that. <laughs> immediately uh, struck us as um, worthy subjects for a film. So, And, of course, once they'd been arrested for this performance, then suddenly the thing became, you know, a historical moment. And uh, I, I think the, the trial of Pussy Fight is a, a kind of 
turning point in, in politics and culture in Russia. Uh, it, it's interesting you say there about, about the, the, uh, the similarities with punk rock. Um, I interviewed Penny Rambo a good few years ago now, the, one of the lead instigators of Crass. Yes. And one of the first things he said to me was that, that they weren't, there were, wasn't music for them. It, the, 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 the band itself was a vehicle for the message. And, and, and that was, that was one of the first things I saw. I thought watching the documentary was, um, Pussy Riot really are much more similar to Crass than they are to the Sex Pistols in, in that kind of, in the punk sense, because they're coming from an art, a genuine art background, aren't they? And it's, for them, the music is a medium like painting is to a painter, I suppose. Um, and um, <clears throat> they're not doing it to be musical. They're doing it to make a point rather, rather than anything else. Um, well, what do you, and also because of, that, because of the art background, and that's one thing that comes out of the documentary that I hadn't really got from the way it's been reported, even in the media here, is that it was, it's, built, it's been constantly reported as this idea of a, a punk band doing something subversive, as it were, but, but that's about it. It's like there's no, and we know, you know, this many years on from punk, that um, Year Zero didn't really happen, did it? Culture didn't start all over again. We just had this great moment in pop culture, in some senses. Whereas what Pussy Riot are doing is much, much more than that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they, they, I mean, they're not a band. I mean, they're 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 performance artists, sort of pretending to be a band, mm. and in a way that the, the band is just a sort of packaging in a way for their ideas and they are their feminist revolutionaries trying as hard as they can to change their society and and, uh, and and pursue notions of justice and equality for their fellow Russians and um, that's why they were obviously perceived as being such a, a threat if they were simply a kind of errant punk rock band I, I don't think they would have uh, you know gone through what they went through and uh, yeah, they, I mean, I suppose um, the, the message is, and, and the story is kind of confused on, bo on both sides. I mean, it was certainly with Inside Russia, they, nobody understood what punk is or what art, you know, performance art is, really. There's not a massive culture of it. I mean, obviously it exists, but it's, in terms of the public perception, nobody could really understand what the hell see Riot were. were. And, um, and I think similarly in, in the West, if you like, uh, they were perceived as this, yeah, punks against Putin, but but actually they are. I mean, you know what they are 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 are, are philosophers and and writers and 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 political figures. Um, and you know they, they they've got a a collective performance art group which is called Pussy Riot, which you know ostensibly, <laughs> you know, performs in the guise of a punk rock band. But the, as you say, the story is 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 a lot more complex than that, and a lot more interesting than that. No, sure. I think I think that's what you. I think that's what the documentary captures brilliantly is that um, this is deadly serious. It's it's yeah. it's not just a bit. It's not two fingers saying up yours. Exactly. And I think that's you know in, in a way the, the excuse me the the kind of the upside of the trial they went through although obviously the downside is that they suffered incarceration which is and it, and and in, in very harsh and intolerable conditions but but what the trial did was give them the opportunity to really explain their philosophy and explain their their ideals and and, and I think that comes across you know very well and I think people 
you know, gained a lot of respect and, and for them. I mean, especially I think their, their, their families in the film, we have each of the, um, the women's has a parent, if you like, sort mm. of, kind of representing them somehow. And I mean, Nadia's father was always very much part of what she was doing and supported her, but her other two, but the other two's parents, you know, were very, you know, against what they were doing in very many ways and very fearful of what they were doing. And it's only through the process of the trial where they see these women take the moral high ground and, and the moral authority and really dominate the proceedings. And, and they really get to understand, you know, what it is that they're trying to achieve. And they, you know, gain a lot of respect and, and admiration for them, as I think anybody watching the film would. Um, you know, they are, they, as I say, they are revolutionaries. It's a tough job <laughs> transforming your society. And, you know, they found that particular method, if you like, obviously has been incredibly effective. I mean, uh, they're the most famous feminist revolutionaries that Russia's ever produced, I would suggest. And, um, Certainly, the most famous performance artist Russia's ever produced. Certainly, certainly. I, th I think, the, and the, I think the word revolution is quite important in in the context of Russia, because yeah. um, as much as you know, we, we all we all know our basic history of the Russian Revolution. Um, but it was interesting to see in your documentary the way that the, I guess the kind of, well, from the Orthodox Church and the way that the state uses the Orthodox Church, the Bolsheviks are like the real bogeymen in capitalist Russia today. So anybody that's a dissenting voice is a, is a, is a Bolshevik. And which, in, in a way, it's not too dissimilar from the way that anybody that in America says anything that's anti-capitalist is, is a communist or a socialist. It's, it's quite surreal um, to watch that happening, that what they're saying is ignored, just that simply what they're doing is reminiscent of the Bolsheviks, so therefore should be feared. Yeah, I think it's very important for us um, that the film is not seen as simply an attack on on Putin's Russia. I mean, it's very much a, an analysis of this state of freedom generally around the world. And I think mm. the reason that Pussy Riot has become such a popular cause is that people do identify in their own societies the limits of freedom and the limits of free expression and, and the inequalities that exist in various communities. So... Um, you know, it's, it, they are a lightning rod, if you like, or rallying cry for the defense of, 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 of freedom. Um, that's what they symbolize. And that's why I think they have become such a huge story. And um, because they, they do defend these freedoms so incredibly bravely, but more importantly, so incredibly eloquently, um, they've become a, an enormous force um, in the world and, and obviously will continue to be. I mean, uh, you only... People often ask, you know, what do we think Pussy Riot will do when they leave prison? Well, you you only have to see what they're doing in prison to, to understand that. They've, they've never ceased to campaign for justice within the confines of the prison system. And, and so even though they're in prison, it doesn't stop them um, fighting uh, for justice, which is quite extraordinary. And, of course, with consequences, I mean, they've been on hunger strikes and they've been you know, uh, they've had a very tough time, but 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 they could have had an easier time if they'd have just kept quiet. But they obviously that's not what they do. They 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 speak up, and 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 I think they encourage everybody else to speak up. And I mean, as I say, I think they 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 represent one thing in in Russia, but they actually represent a much bigger thing um, to the rest of the world. And I think uh, they, they if you look at what's happened in the last year. Um, 
I think they've been an incredible encouragement to all sorts of groups all over the world who are fighting in their own way for, for, for justice. How, how much do you think um, social media is playing a part? Because I thought that was a, an interesting bit that cut through the documentary is that when when you get to the point of the church performance and showing the way that that broke, it's very much a kind of Twitter and then 24-hour news, you know, um, and we got to know about it as quickly as probably, well, probably even quicker in some senses than many people in Russia did. Um, and and how much do you think that is sort of altering traditional notions of sort of groupthink? Because as much as the state can control things, it can't. It obviously can't control everything, as social media is beginning to prove. Yeah, I mean, they describe um, their actions as as media invasions, and 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 of course, Pussy Riot only actually exists in the context of 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 the internet, essentially of social media, especially. Um, and as with other recent uh, revolutions we've seen in the Middle East, of course, you know, the role of social media has been absolutely crucial, and it has changed the game, and it has changed the ability for individuals to, um, you know, uh, uh, express themselves and, and express opinions and show the reality of situations and the very often the horrific abuse that people are experiencing, you know, instantly controlling it themselves and, and, and to an international audience. And that's, I think, uh, we're just beginning to see the consequences of that. Now, of course, you know there are there are many you know uh, negative aspects to to the world of uh, internet communication, but there are many very positive ones, and they have I think changed the nature of protest. And certainly the Pussy Riot case is an absolute classic example of that. I mean the punk prayer, which is what they were convicted for performing. Um, you know, is seen by millions, and 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 with Russia, most of the people protesting against them had never even seen this thing. They just obviously heard about it and heard that, and were told that it had become this, or had been this tremendous threat and, and insult to the church, which you know, in fact, it wasn't. But um, but the fact it had gone viral, if you like, and that every single person in Russia now knows what Pussy Riot is. Indeed, the world, it's, it's hard to find someone that hasn't actually heard of them and, and whatever they think of them, they certainly are aware of, of these people's attempt to um, challenge society, which is, uh, is incredibly valuable. Whether, as I say, whether you agree with them or not, the whole concept and notion of being able to stand up to the status quo, stand up to the regime, wherever that might be. And, and, and as I say, we have issues in our own societies that need challenging absolutely and um you know they are they are they are absolute symbol of how successful that protest can be because in the long term i think they have changed consciousness within their own society and i think a, a whole generation of young people are looking towards the ideas of equality and specifically gender equality and and and, and uh you know gay rights and and and, and women's rights and the status of, of, of people within their society generally and are beginning, you know, even subconsciously, if not consciously, to sort of challenge these ideas and, and to challenge the situation as it is, which is pretty horrific. I mean, of course, the situation in Russia is is absolutely horrible in terms of, um, you know, for these basic freedoms and, and, and a lot of people living in, in, in fear and intimidation for just expressing their own views, which is, is, is horrific. So, uh, 
there's a lot of work to be done. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, one of the first things I wrote down after after I watched it was um, that that freedom of expression is such a fragile thing, and we yeah. we we take it for granted at our you know at our own detriment, really. And I think that also what it made me think, and like you say, it, it, on the one hand, it is the story of Pussy Riot, but on the other hand, it is about it is showing is sort of saying, well, how do you stand up to a state if it's if it's not doing right and if democracy isn't proving to be useful and i think we're we're seeing some of that in, it's you know the, the the green shoots of that in this country in the sense that we have a we have a government that isn't majority elected doing things that's affected many people and people are seemingly more helpless by the day to 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 yeah. uh, to stop that happening and I think what Pussy Riot demonstrate is is the usefulness of art, you know, in that in that challenge. And and I mean, my view, there's no, you know, there's there, there is only political art. If art doesn't have an ambition to fundamentally ask questions and challenge society, then it's it's actually in one way or another, then it's actually just mere decoration and pretty pointless. Yeah. Um. And you know what they prove is you know, that art can be really effective. And, you know, of course, they were incredibly inspired with their with their ideas. And the very image of Pussy Riot is, is already a, an immediate challenge in the way they use these kind of, you know, images of, of terrorism, but subverted by <laughs> this sort of, you know, uh, colourful and, and, and unthreatening and, and, and definitely feminist, you know, um, perspective is... is is genius, I would say. Uh, you know, um, if nothing else, I mean, people are are just, as I say, aware of of, of their of their challenge without even thinking about it. I mean, it's uh, there's few brands I think that have been so instantly, um, although they would obviously hate to be <laughs> considered a brand, but they're certainly a political brand, and they're certainly. Uh, you know, they they obviously represent something. Um, uh, you know, that is a fundamental challenge to society, and and it's but it, but it's become ex, an accepted idea in in many ways, and and that's very exciting to think actually what their legacy is and what the and and what the future will be like, um, especially obviously when, when when you know when they are at liberty to be able to control their destinies uh, slightly more effectively. Oh, I mean, I mean, art's quite funny in in a sense, um, not not hilarious funny, but art being the sort of the the, the vehicle for for um, rebellion. Because if you if you look at sort of the the sort of sixties movement with all the kind of abstract art and your Rothkos and your Pollocks and everything, that was that's always been seen now as we look back as a as a rebellious thing by America in terms of its art compared to its communist cousins over in Russia. You know, yep. look at us; we've got this freedom of expression. And you don't, kind of thing. Um, yeah, no, it's it is very interesting, and the way that you know, obviously, societies do use the avant-garde for their own purposes, um, and where obviously the way that advertising uses art for its own purposes, and you know, it's it, it is ex easily exploited by exact exactly the people you you're trying to you're trying to fight, and that that's an an ironic but uh, true thing. Um, um, and indeed, I, you know, Pussy Riot have been very um, dogmatic in their rejection of ex commercial exploitation of, of what they do. You know, they, you know, they could have been signed to a major label, <laughs> to a major advertising agency. All these things. I mean, they could have exploited the hell out of what they did, and 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 they obviously refused to do that, and uh, continue to refuse to do that. Much to the frustration of many advertising executives, I'm sure. <laughs> 
So uh, that's one of the many things we love about them. You know, we're we're old fashioned lefties. You know, and we you know the fact that a younger generation is has adopted these, you know, perhaps um, uh, well classic Marxist positions are, are really make us very happy. <laughs> I thought there was, a, there was another a flip side in 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 the documentary was the um, was the bits that covered Putin himself. And I can't remember if it was him, him who said it, him, him who said it himself, or somebody was saying it. Was the point that had he had he got wind of the other activities they were up to, they'd have been in trouble long before the church performance. Which begs the question about you know that idea of the Queen thinks the world smells of fresh paint. You know, so does so yeah. does Putin. Everything's great and rosy in the Garden of Russia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's hard to really understand or believe what it is that he says because. You know, I'm, I'm sure they, you know, they were, the whole of Russia were, was aware of, of, of what Pussy Riot were doing. I mean, as we demonstrate in the film, they mm. have some very, many other very highly controversial actions and activities that, you know, certainly the authorities were well onto their case. I mean, they'd all been arrested a number of times. And this is why this was such a shock, because, you know, ordinarily they would be released with a sort of 10 quid fine and told not to do it again. But this time... You know the whole thing spilled over into a major criminal case, which was a very a great surprise and still is really to everybody. So, but do you uh, not think that was because of the? I mean, I mean, this is me sort of reading into the documentary, but that struck me as being the state sort of leveraging the power of the church to give out the punishment, as opposed to what the state would have done just ordinarily. I mean, I, I don't think it was really a plan i think it just sort of it just it just sort of one thing led to another and i think absolutely it was the the, the orthodox church that was very much driving this prosecution i mean mm. it was orthodox believers that actually brought the prosecution to begin with and indeed uh, were very you know very much drove the public opinion and, and and drove the case along but and of course you know the state could have intervened and dropped the charges or just decided to let the whole thing go so but I, I you know I, I think it was a kind of you know i don't know perfect storm i hate that expression but it was a kind of you know, I don't think anybody really planned it. It just sort of happened, you know. And and once it happened, nobody really had the mm. the intelligence or foresight or or, or or political you know sensitivity to sort of stop it. And uh, um, and now it's happened and it's 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 done. And you know, I mean, it, there is a great deal of pride. I mean, I think the same issue evolves around the the Greenpeace situation. I mean, it's very much a a pride thing, you know, you know, you, we, you, you've, you know, attacked our society as far as we can see, and you've, you, you, you pose this threat, and, you know, we're, we're not going to back down in our prosecution of it. anybody that does that is going to feel the full, full force of the law, and, you know, it's not because they actually really feel this as a, I mean, you know, that Greenpeace are a terrorist threat. I mean, nobody believes that, but at the same time, they can use that kind of rhetoric and that kind of um, idea to 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 carry out their vengeance really as i say it's, it's very much a question of insult and 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 they you know and this was true in the pussy riot case i think you know the church was insulted putin felt insulted everybody's it's all very personal and emotional you know it's got yeah, yeah, yeah. to do with logic or the law or, or justice or or or, or 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 logic or anything because it, it is completely illogical the, 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 the church itself, though, I mean, that was one of the things that with, with, with all great documentaries, it's that idea of you as the viewer seeing, getting an insight into a world that you don't know and seeing things, literally, that you, you're not used to seeing. So, for example, 
the um, the guys who look like extras from Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> you know, with their aggressive looking t-shirts and leather waistcoats and stuff, and yet they were cross bearers, weren't they, for yeah. the church? And then there's the and 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 how very real is this threat that once they're free, some lunatic fringe of the Orthodox Church will rip them limb from limb for what they've done? Is that is that just hyperbole or is well, I mean, I think um, I think they do. They, I mean, there's certainly that the, those extreme nationalist Orthodox people have t- carried out violent attacks on many people, and they are capable of these these acts. There's no doubt about it. However, I think that you know there, there is a slight degree of exaggeration in in, in in what they say. I mean, you know, thank goodness, you know, Katya, for instance, who was released on on appeal. You know, whilst you know, I mean, has been relatively un unharmed, you know, un, uh, you know, un, un, unaffected, and you know, I, I, these guys, they're they're just they're like trolls, aren't they? They're like internet trolls. These okay. people, they like to you know uh, talk tough, but I mean, and as I say, I mean, of course, there's always a possibility. I'm, I'm sure, and as I say, they certainly don't refrain from you know uh, carrying out uh, violent acts. They certainly do, but. Um, um, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure you know that everybody there is very aware of the situation and 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 can make their own judgments as to what danger they're in. But um, you know, um, I think they they, they you know they they are fantasists. These guys as well. They're living in this mental fantasy whereby somehow you know the Orthodox Church is under attack by these three women <laughs> and they have to defend it against this attack you know mm. it's it's extraordinary kind of mad nightmare <laughs> yeah no that's what I was saying earlier I just thought that they, they they basically just basically equated pussy riot to the Bolsheviks and therefore yeah you know the churches are going to get torn down if we so much as listen to yeah. uh, these three women I mean, that puts you right, a very pro-church. I mean, they just want it to be a fairer place, you know, and a more democratic place and a place that has a role for women. So they're not anti-religious at all. They're actually pro-religious. They want it to be a, a more sustainable and 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 uh, and, 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 and logical uh, uh, organisation. Well, yeah, and also as well, having having religion is just part of freedom of expression. It's not, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's that equality of that. Um, well, I'm, well, I'm guessing as as, um, as 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 the story runs and runs, is is there a, is there a temptation in your mind to follow this up in some time in in the future? Yeah, we hope to carry on working with them. Um, they certainly, you know, carry on making um, the headlines. Yeah, and um, obviously we we would like to do that. So yeah, we we have an ambition to try and. Um, carry on working with them if we can and um just 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 generally in terms of making documentaries as it were and obviously you've worked on many before what what were the kind of what were the sort of unique challenges of making this one well i mean anybody that's i mean the whole russian system is so unpredictable and and basically insane (laughs) it was very hard at any stage to really know you know what would happen next and and what direction things would take and so it was um but i guess like any any i mean all 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 stories have got have got got that about them i mean that's what's kind of great about filmmaking is that you don't really know uh where where it's going and you you know your job is to sort of follow but um 
Um, I mean, and in this case, you know, actually the, the story itself evolved very quickly and it was, you know, we, 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 we made this film actually relatively quickly. And so, you know, we weren't hanging around for years and years for things to take their course and yeah. you know, it can be frustrating, obviously. But, uh, so I guess it was, um, typically, um, uh, problematic, uh, and of course Russia has its own particular challenges, but, but you know, we were very privileged and and and, and grateful to be able to tell this story in, in uh, to some in some way, and and you know, uh, you know, it, it is an important story, and I think what the these women have done is of historic importance and and, and relevance and resonance. So we're we're glad that we could uh, be part of it. Well, um, well, I'm glad I'm glad you took time to you were able to take time to come on the podcast and tell us all about it, uh, Mike. Um, I think uh, I think I've I've covered uh, as much as I as I think I can on this one. Um, as as part as usually what I do on because I mean, this is like the twentieth podcast I've done, but this is the first documentary filmmaker I've done on the podcast. And usually I close with a uh, if you could reboot any film, what would it be? Well, that would seem like a pointless question to a documentary filmmaker. So I was thinking, what if there was a if there was somebody or some point to document, alive, I guess alive or dead, I suppose that you you know if you could have a time machine, what would you what what would be something you'd relish making a documentary about that? Well, I it would be you know it would be great to have been present you know uh, at the great revolutionary moments in history. I mean, think of the French Revolution or the Russian Revolution and or the Cuban revolution. I mean, all these moments of great change, I think obviously inspire great, um, you know, filmmaking potential. <laughs> so I suppose, um, you know, to be, to be, but, uh, and, and, and our job is to be aware of the, the importance of what's happening now. So indeed, you know, I, I, I'm involved with a film about the Egyptian revolution, which is just, uh, is is coming out. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, we, we're obviously looking for the important moments. I think that's that's the key, isn't it? To be aware of the importance of your own times, because it's very difficult to understand that, I think, and, and get a sense of what, you know, of what's happening and what's important and uh, and then try and make a film about it. So that's our, our ambition. And, and uh, you know, we, we carry on trying to do that. <laughs> where, where about, say, is, is, where about, say, with the Egyptian... Um documentary is that is that due for release or is that still being made it's a film called the square which is directed by Jahan Nujain which um was uh won the audience award at Toronto and is uh is is actually being released on Netflix so um in the spring so um people should watch out for that that's an incredible film um about an epic and important subject so uh you know that is a classic example of somebody actually being present with a camera during a revolution that's pretty (laughs) That's as good as it gets. In yeah. The, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, then, well, look, well, thank you very much for your time, Mike. Thank you. And uh, good luck with the uh, DVD release of uh, Pussy Riot, A Punk Prayer. Thanks so much. Nice talking to you. Indeed. Take care. All the best. Bye-bye. It's the Netflix.com podcast.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.